Hi, I'm Jesse Pruitt, and this is The Light of Hope. We thank you for joining us today for another episode here. We're going to speak for a few minutes um, on the subject of the rich man and Lazarus. This is in Luke chapter uh, 16. <clears throat> so what I'm... Please forgive me, I'm I'm trying to do it all. I'm trying to work the equipment, and this is only the second one that we've done uh, on this podcast, and so I'm trying to do it all. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, the talking and the working, so <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> we'll get it all worked out. Uh, Luke chapter 16, <clears throat> and the Bible says there was a certain rich man, and he habit- hab- habitually... I'll get it right in a minute, dressed in purple and fine linen, and he lived in splendor every day. And a certain poor man named Lazarus was laid at his gate covered with sores, and he longed to be fed with the crumbs which were falling from the rich man's table. The story goes that the uh, poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom and the rich man died also and was buried. And it says, and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torment and saw the Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried out and he said, father Abraham have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue for I am in agony in this flame. But Abraham said, child, remember, that during your life you received your good things and likewise Lazarus bad things and now he is being comforted here and you are in agony. And he says, besides all this, between us and you there is a great chasm or a great gulf fixed in order that those who wish to come over from here to you may not be able and that none may cross over from there to us. Then he says, I beg you, Father, that you send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may warn them, lest they also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And listen to what he says in verse 31. He said, But if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone rises from the dead. I've heard many people discuss this. Uh, some say it's a parable. Um, some say it's just, you know, just a story, just an example. I personally happen to believe that it's, uh, it's literal because I believe Jesus uh, knew these people. And I believe when he says a certain rich man and a certain poor man, I believe he's speaking in particular. And I believe he's using it for that. But just for the sake of argument, if even if it was a parable, the example is there, and uh, I don't believe it is, but if it, if it was, the example's still there, and Jesus is using this as a lesson, okay? So either way, we find truth in it, okay? <laughs> it's just the truth. I happen to believe it's just literal truth. <clears throat> but the title of this is Repentance Has an Expiration Date. Now, just to cut to the chase... The rich man spent his life 
thinking about nothing but himself. And he apparently had everything he ever wanted, never could have, never could dream of, because he lived in a splendid manner every day. And Lazarus, who was a very poor man, was laid at his gate, and he was afflicted physically. And he longed just to be fed with the crumbs, you know, that fell from that rich man's table. <clears throat> but now the tables are turned, and uh, well, there's a lot we could say about this, but let's get to the point. There's a time when everyone runs out of that opportunity. And what I want to say to you today is this. There's coming a time when your life is over and my life is over on this earth, that time of repentance, that time of turning is over. Uh, not beyond the grave. There won't be any repentance beyond the grave. Because you'll notice in the story here that the rich man didn't contest uh, the why of he that he was there. Because obviously it was because he was self-absorbed uh, and uh, self-involved and didn't get, you know just didn't care about anyone but himself and he lived that way <clears throat> didn't care about God didn't care about anything to do with God and he didn't argue the why he didn't argue where he was he didn't uh, you know hold up a sign and march and and you know throw a fit about what was happening to him and why me and all that kind of stuff he just kind of dealt with the situation but I notice here that he also had still had that superior mentality that he wanted Lazarus as if he was a servant to come and dip his finger in water and cool his tongue because he was tormented in the flame, which also tells us that there's flame and torments in hell. Now, I know that's not popular preaching, but I'm telling you right now, I believe that with all my heart, and I believe the Bible teaches that. If that makes me old-fashioned, it just makes me uh, believe the Bible, but it is what it is, and... I would not be doing what God called me to do if I didn't warn you about it. But he fixed it, um, or he changed his focus um, when he was told that that wasn't possible. And Father Abraham, if you will, said there's a, there's, there's a chasm, there's a, there's a great gulf that's fixed between the two of us. You can't come here, we can't go there. Uh, that's, that's done, it's, a, it's finality, it's over with. And um, he said, well, if you can't send him with water, send him as a witness. And so send him as a witness to my five brothers, to my father's house, that, because I don't want them coming to this place. And I believe, and this is a grim story, a uh, grim subject. This is not something that's, that anyone would be happy to preach, but it's necessary. But I believe with all my heart that, we go one place or the other, and I believe the Bible supports it. I believe the Bible uh, in, in, in many places, which we don't have the time to do what we'd like to do here, uh, but I, I believe that the Bible teaches that when we shut our eyes on this earth, we open them in one of two places. And that all based, is based upon what we do with Jesus Christ. And that is the question today what are you doing with Jesus Christ because you see this man's opportunity for repentance had an expiration date every person living everyone listening to the sound of my voice there's an expiration date on your repentance 
when you close your eyes in this world, in this life, and you face the hereafter, that repentance opportunity is gone. I don't, there won't be any other chance. There won't be any coming back. There won't be trying to go from one place to the other. There won't be any floating around on this earth. There won't be anything, you know, a spirit on the breeze and, you know, and in a tree and all this kind of stuff. I don't mean to make fun of people. I'm just simply telling the truth. There's one or two places that we're going to spend eternity. And my question is you, to you today is which one are you going to choose? <clears throat> and what he told him was this. He said, and he kind of argued with uh, Father Abraham in the story. And he said, if someone comes back from the dead, they'll believe. And he said, no, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded if someone comes back from the dead. Now, what emphasis, what, how do we carry that over into our day? Because all they had at that time was Moses and the prophets. In other words, that was the word. That was the law. That, that represents uh, the same as the word would be today. <clears throat> so what I believe he would be saying, if he said it in our culture, in our context today, he would be saying, they're not going to believe if somebody comes back from the dead because I have sent them, as he told them, he sent them Moses and the prophets. Now he sent us the word, the Bible. And that's what we have. We have preaching. It pleased God uh, through the, Paul taught through the foolishness of preaching um, that, that we share the gospel. That's what Romans 10 said, is that we, we take the gospel to people that they might hear and exercise faith and trust God. And he, we, I preached a message at the church here not too, just a couple of weeks ago about how beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel of good news. Oh, man, what a beautiful what a beautiful thought. What are you going to do with Jesus Christ? You see, repentance has an expiration date. We don't know what time that's going to be. We don't know how much time we have left. I might not get to finish this podcast. You might not get to finish listening to it. It could be that this might be our last day on earth. It could be that Jesus might return today or tomorrow. We don't know. Nobody knows, and anybody that puts a date on it, you don't listen to them because Jesus said himself, only the Father knows. But I'm asking you today, what are you going to do with Jesus Christ? Because that, my friend, is what it's all about. What are you going to do with Jesus? If you are a Christian, if you are saved, and I ask you to pray for this podcast. We, we ask that you support us in prayer. We don't, uh, we don't do any ads. We don't do any, any kind of sponsorship or anything like that. What we're doing here is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we're praying that uh, God will send it where it needs to go. All we can do is do it, and then it's up to Him. We'd like for you to share it, if you will. Uh, if you find it uh, on your phones or on your, your PCs or whatever you may have to, to look up those things, we ask that you share it. If you're a Christian, share it with your friends and your neighbors and your family that we might be able to tell people about Jesus Christ. Because I believe there's an urgency. I, I, I just sense an urgency, my friend, 
uh, I believe the time is here. You can look around and see uh, when things start budding out right now. Things are turning a little bit green. We know I, if we didn't have a calendar or a farmer's almanac, we probably wouldn't know exactly what day is going to be spring. You know, I, I would have to guess at it, but, and I still don't know because I haven't consulted one. <clears throat> but the thing is, I can look out there out the window and I can see that things are turning green, even though it's a little cool. I know that the time is getting close. You see, that's the whole thing, and I believe that's what we need to start paying attention to. The time is getting close, and if you, my friend, have never trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, I'm, I'm going to ask you, would you just confess to him in your heart, wherever you are right now, you might be even in your car driving down the road, would you say, Lord, in your heart, keep your eyes open, watch what you're doing. You don't have to have your eyes closed to pray, but you can say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I know if I don't make it home or to work or wherever, I, I, I know I'd die, and I'd be just like this rich man. I'd, I'd, I'd bust hell wide open, and I'm asking you, Lord, if you'd save me. And Jesus Christ will come into your heart, and he will live there forever. Oh, my friend, that's what it's all about. And that's what, that's what this podcast is all about. So... If you would receive Christ as your Savior today, I pray you'd do that. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next time.